0: or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Hello, players. It's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire, and we are so excited to tell you about our very first sponsor, StartPlaying.Games. First of all, I want to say, if you want to sponsor any of our shows, please reach out to us at TheRPGEmpire.sponsor@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Once again, that's TheRPGEmpire.sponsor@gmail.com. at gmail.com. So now on to the sponsor. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about StartPlaying.Games. It's a website to help you find other people to play games with. But the really cool thing about it is that there are a ton of professional DMs up there and they are super excited to make sure you get an awesome experience every week. So if that's something you're interested in, definitely check out StartPlaying.Games. And on top of that, I'm running a Monster of the Week game set in the Strangers in the Pines universe. So if you ever wanted to bump elbows with Lucas or go get juice at Duck Duck Juice, now is your chance. Once again, that is StartPlaying.Games. I hope to see you there.
1: Now on with the show. Previously on Strangers in the Pines Our young group of monsters and misfits spent more time uh, exploring the world and they learned more about their powers from the now alive Midas Santiago. Danny unlocked and had a semi-control of Fire Danny and along with that realized that uh, a different personality emerged. Dottie, at long last, got her CAT scan, and has some sort of symbionts of normalcy, although she still believes she is in some sort of hallucinating state. So, and as they were exploring, uh, they went out um, and interacted with Juicy the Juice Duck, which ended in a very strange series of adventures, at least, at least for one Lucas Santiago. Um, and as you guys had ended your interactions with Juicy the Juice Duck and All Consequences henceforth. Forth, you all were getting ready to to head home Lucas, you were going with Midas and Danny and Dottie you all walking home uh, and suddenly you all saw saw a singular a singular figure made of it it looked like they were made of shadow just darkness and it was just a second and then in an instant there were uncountable amounts of them and your ears started to ring louder and louder until you all, from the pain of this ring and, and, and these, these figures that just watched you, uh, fell unconscious. <laughs> guys, I'm Isaac the Deep of Strangers in the Pines, an actual play role play podcast using Monster of the Week rules inspired by things like Gravity Falls, Stranger Things, and Twin Peaks. Let's begin.
2: Hey, there's a town called Pine Forge,
0: you heard of it? Yeah, it's nestled in the heart of the Blackwood National Park in Northeast Oregon. <laughs> the town seems small and quaint at first. But if you know what to look for, and you look hard enough, you realize something strange is brewing under the surface and in the pines that surround the town. This story follows four unusual high school students that we marked as they try to unravel the mysteries of the strangers in the pines.
1: We start with Lucas. Uh, Lucas, you wake up and you're... You're in a hospital, well, you're in a medical what medical bed. You have an IV kind of sticking in your arm and you look around and it's this sort of this empty, uh, empty, empty room. You see a series of machines next to you that you really don't know exactly what they do. Um, you have a few things plugged into you, but other than that, it just looks like a stereotypical hospital room. Although there are no windows or anything, it's just sort of a sterile white what do you do is there a door there is a door
0: okay um am i plugged into like a bunch of beeping machines and things
1: uh from your from what you can tell yes
0: okay and so they're all like beep beep like getting my uh heartbeat ekg and all that stuff yep um I wanna investigate a mystery. Okay, I'm gonna roll uh I'm gonna I'm gonna look around the room and try and Ooh, nice. I got an eleven. On an eleven you hold two. Okay, so I think to start with, uh what is being concealed here? So I'm looking around to try and find like where am I? What has happened? What is being concealed here?
1: Um you look around and uh, for what is being concealed here, and you look up what you what you thought was an IV bag, and you realize that you've seen IV bags before. Your moms had to bring home different supplies and whatnot working working for the hospital. Uh, you're not sure what's in this in in this, but it's not an IV bag.
2: P.
0: What does it look like? What what's the color?
1: It is it is a clear it is a clear fluid. It looks it looks like water in there although you you're not sure the actual what the actual compound is that is dripping into you although it doesn't have the markings of it doesn't have the markings and symbology that an IV bag does
0: what does it say on the bag
1: um the bag reads uh how how well acquainted with chemistry is lucas
0: um I don't. That's, I wouldn't say he's very well acquainted with chemistry, uh, but he would know like some medical stuff, like general. He's he's one sharp, so he's he's sharpish um, above average. I would say
1: this: you are you are smart enough, and if interacted with with medical stuff enough, to know yeah, that especially it's not an stuff. IV bag. Yeah, to know that it's okay. not an IV bag, but you don't know exactly what's in it. Um, and another thing that you see is as you kind of like wake up more and shift around, you feel kind of this pain in your your right arm
0: huh i look in my right arm
1: uh you kind of pull the sheet back and you see that where the iv was initially um where it look where the iv normally would be put in you um you see that sort of that crook of that elbow is very much like Raw and sore, and it looks like you just have a large postulate there. Although Ugh. it looks to be healing.
0: Okay, I pull um, that thing uh,
1: the, It's not. I will say this. It's not where. Uh, that's not where the IV is connected now. That is. Oh, okay. um, the IV is uh, is connected lower down, kind of in your wrist, and uh-huh. there is nothing nothing forming at the actual connection site. But you do kind of like feel it in there. You see, kind of like the band-aid, the hole, and you look, and it's just this big welt. Do you still pull it out?
0: Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. carefully, you're but you do,
1: and it's. I would say you don't have any issue with it. You just kind of it's 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 a little bit of a stinging pain, but it's not anything unmanageable. And after you kind of pull it out, it, it fades a little bit as. Uh, no blood drips out because you're, that's not how your anatomy works anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. And what was your? What would you like to spend your your other hold on?
0: What was it going to do? like having to do with whoever's taken me
1: well from what you can tell from the situation whatever happened to you did have some was like being beneficial Um, although something happened in which you received this injury and it's it's one of the things where you can normally heal and your body normally regenerates fairly quickly and um, but this is just kind of staying there. It's very strange. Um, you think at the best that some somehow you have been, in your mind, probably the closest thing you can think is you're being experimented on.
0: Can I... Um, I don't know, maybe if this is like a weird role, but I do have the ability to drop off parts of my body to make them into uh, like little... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Allies? Can I... Just make Nasty the, boys. Yeah, nasty boys. <laughs> Can I make the uh, the big pussy gross part just kind of like fall off with that the attached skin there and like chunks and then just like g- heal that section?
3: I love to think about this.
0: <laughs> Sorry, guys.
1: Uh, um, roll, me a, roll me a weird roll. And I... <laughs> Welcome to welcome to Super Meat Boy, folks. <laughs> I know.
0: Well, there you go. I got a 10.
1: Yeah, you actually, you kind of, it takes more effort than normal, and it's never hurt before. But doing this is painful. Um, but you kind of do this, and you see this kind of, probably about, dinner roll-sized glob of flesh hit the ground and what are you trying to turn it into
0: oh just off of me it can turn into like a mouse or something it's just so (laughs) gross looking it's like i took you know what i'll turn it into a jellyfish (laughs) it's already halfway there (laughs) (laughs) they're gonna come in and they'll just be a jellyfish on the
3: floor
1: It slowly turns into a jellyfish. You've never seen a sick jellyfish before, but this thing does not look great. Oh like, it's oozing, like, this, like, weird yellow-white liquid out of it. It's not moving. It's definitely Ooh. not moving. Um, it is it is awful, but you see your, that wound kind of slowly form, form back over, but it, it takes a little bit longer than normal. It's a little strange. Um, okay, yeah. Um
0: i think after seeing that i i can still kind of use my powers i want to take like a like my one of my pinkies just like pull it off and turn it into like some kind of small animal uh whatever looks like will fit underneath the door um although i guess if it has to be animals that i've sampled before probably a mouse i could imagine um although i did become bigs i don't know that i would have sampled bigs (laughs) uh yeah, probably like a mouse. Biggs
1: is a special. Bigs is a special thing.
0: You yeah. and Biggs
1: are are kind of exactly. the same soup.
0: <laughs> yeah. Part of That's the same gross. meatball. That's
1: gross. Um.
0: <laughs> Two parts of the same meatball. Um, yeah, so I'll just make like a little tiny mouse because we've we've already established I can do mice and or actually a spider. It's less conspicuous. Um, so I'll yeah. just make like a little spider. Yeah. And you do that. And you
1: drop it, and it turns turns into this kind of like small wolf spider and it starts um, maneuvering outwards and head and kinda crawls under the door. And I would say we've never really discussed exactly how you use these little minions. Um yeah. but I would say that they're you can kind of use them almost like like drones and Okay. You can kind of control them actively and 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 work through it. like because it is part of you nice. it is you know you can move your finger um so you can it, it's weird your vision kind of goes half and Level. half or one you're like
0: it's like I'm yeah, playing like your video right games eye with is two still... <laughs> two screens you know how like in the old days yeah you'd, it's you'd have two people playing side by side on the same tv
1: and so you're kind of maneuvering the spider and you kind of maneuver through some hallways and come out into a familiar scene. It's the warehouse. It's the hangar um, that your uncle brought you to.
0: Okay. Um, I want the spider to kind of climb stealthily up high on the ceiling and like look around to see if he can, I can see my uncle.
1: All right. Uh, Yeah. It, it climbs up on the ceiling and you actually uh it notices with its eight eyes and god forsaken other things um your uncle kind of like moving back and forth with like charts and he's like moving between a computer and like a a paper chart that he is kind of transferring notes from okay you would say
0: um so I guess I have two thoughts here. Either I want to do another investigative mystery or I don't know if what's being concealed here from my last use could be considered like part of this.
1: Uh, I will say you can roll another investigative mystery just because you've already used that what's being okay. concealed here to figure out about the, the IV.
0: Oh, that's very good. 13. Okay. So I get two hold. I will choose what's being concealed here.
1: All right. Uh, so you you kind of use this spinneret. It's weird. Um, it, it's it's very interesting being a spider and moving things. And it's you it's you have these instincts that you never knew you had um, in this form. And you use your spinneret and, and sort of apply some silk from from that and start lowering down. It's <sighs> gotta
0: feel so weird. And silk I, coming out of your butt.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Uh, It feels like you're just taking the longest poop. Oh, gosh. I don't keep (laughs) comics. Oh, man. Um, And you. you Atomically correct, Spider Man? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Oh, Christ. (laughs) Um, You you drop down on this table and you're looking around and you're reading it and it says. um, It's like. Uh, you're reading the these notes and you you recognize a few medical terms um, uh, like antibiotics um, saline solution and there's just like do not give under any circumstances and like next to it it's like on restoratives working as of now um being fed influenza vaccine
0: oh weird and that was making me feel bad right
1: you don't know. Uh, you don't know. Um, basically, on the piece of paper, what you recognize between all this medical jargon is um, saline solution, which is kind of what IV is, and um, and antibiotics. There's just like, do not right next to it, like in big bold letters, do not give under any circumstances. That's like so it's double underlined. Okay. And it says um, restorative solutions uh, test one. Um, and it has a few on, it has a few on there. Some that you don't recognize, but the one, the most recent one reads influenza vaccine, successful, successful integration and and restoration. Uh,
0: I think with my spider, I want to also, um, like look around to see if I see like monitors with like me on it. And if the other two are here in like beds as well, or what's going on. Um, and maybe that could be. I don't know either another what's being concealed here or what was it going to do maybe or what has happened here I'll take I'll take
1: in All right well what is Okay I would say what is what has happened here um you're looking and you do actually you you do actually see um on some monitors uh you see yourself um sort of in this grainy black and white closed circuit camera you and you do see uh, Dottie and Danny, who are who appear to still be unconscious. Um, also a little something weird that you notice is you feel a like the most minuscule little part of yourself somewhere nearby.
3: Hmm.
0: Okay. Um, I think with that, Lucas will just kind of keep looking around and investigating. Just taking a little longer to try and take in. I think he's feeling really nervous because he's in this cell. But at the same time, he wants to trust Midas, but this is also kind of weird. And so he's trying to, like, not jump to any conclusions, but try and get more information. Um,
2: But as
1: you're you're doing that, uh, we're going to cut to Dottie. Um, Dottie, the last thing you kind of remember is is hitting the pavement. Um, um, But you wake up and you're in this... Super soft, um, super soft like twin bed, and it's weird. You you kind of look around, and it looks like you're sort of in a, like this cabin. Um, have you has Dottie ever like been to like been to a cabin? I know in the Northwest a lot of state parks and whatnot. One of their big things is like actually having cabins. Oh yeah, I've been to a cabin. So it kind of that's the thing is you kind of wake up and it's. It's like the cabin that you that you went to with your parents, and I would say your parents are very... As they go into nature, would it be safe to assume that they sort of get a... They sort of become a little bit more pleasant when they're around less people?
0: Um,
3: they're about the same. <laughs> about the same? Uh- yeah, I mean they—they—they're very protective of nature, so they just kind of get a little overly overly in that direction. So
1: yeah, you wake up in this this cabin, and it—you immediately kind of think back to this this memory of you, uh, you and your parents vacationing in the the Blackwood National Forest, um, for probably I think your dad's birthday one year, and um. Your parents had gone out early. They were going to do some... They were going to check on, on some hemlocks and, and doing some... Just going around and, and looking at all these different things. They mostly comment on how bad things are, but they. you were old enough now that they had left you alone in the cabin without any sort of supervision. And it was... I would say it, it kind of reminds you of a, a nicer time where it's just quiet in nature and you... You get up and you look out and it's, you know, this scene of gorgeous pines with a small little, little area around, but it's just the woods and for once it's not, your parents aren't commenting on every little thing, like every little mite mark in a pine tree and every, you know, piece of scuffed gravel or broken, broken twigs and it's just quiet and nice. And you are kind of moving out and you uh, yeah, you kind of look out and you see the scene. you're still in the cabin. It has this small wood stove and and it, it it's it, you thought it was the cabin you had stayed in for a second, but you realized that this is actually like a cabin that someone probably lives in.
3: Um what would you like to do? Um. I kind of want to look through the cupboards real fast. I guess that might be an investigative mystery. I don't know. I just want to know who might be living here. You know, I I'll I'll give you, you know, you can
1: do things and actions like that without having to without really having to 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 roll that much. But you're going to get, you know, you stand up and you walk around and you kind of look through the cupboards and it's you know, some pieces of smoked smoked fish, and there's a lot of lentils and whatnot. It's sort of just kind of simple, simple things. A few things of like pickled, different pickled, uh, pickled and, and preserved jams and whatnot. It looks like it looks like something out of a Cracker Barrel. Um, but if you'd like to roll me and in, investigate a mystery to try and gain more information on your surroundings, then I would be happy to
3: oblige. I'm down for the count. Let's do it. So, what does a two earn me?
2: Oh God! Yeah, yeah. Nice
1: you're shoes. in a you're in a cabin in the woods. Gotcha. You lived here. This <laughs> is your cabin.
3: <laughs> this is my cabin no. now. You know, I could almost believe it. Um. Uh, hmm. <laughs> oh. Also, I need to uh, begin the climb up. Who? What are you laughing
2: about? It's because a two's uh, like very appropriate for searching cabinets uh, and cupboards uh, to try to ascertain the identity of who lives in a cabin.
3: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'll go for the trash can like a good, proper detective. That's next. I'm going for the trash can. It's completely clean. I'm back to square one. Um. All right. I mean, this This feels like a place I live in, but I, I just have a sneaking... That doesn't really make sense, considering I was just in an alternate timeline. Let's go a little bit with my sense here. I'm gonna go outside and look around a little bit. Just walk around the cabin and see if I encounter anything.
1: Okay, uh, you walk around the cabin and uh, you walk outside and it's this very gorgeous, um, it's this gorgeous scene of a mix of pines and aspens um and you kind of move around and you see a like behind the cabin there's this small garden and you see a series of vegetables that are that are growing and and herbs you see um a a um you see the small uh garden you actually see some some traditional style like fish drying racks where you see like a few trout and salmon hanging from um sort of a a a low smoky fire going under them um and you're just walking around and other than than sort of the general area you see a compost pile and a latrine but other than that it's just kind of this cabin in this grove of pine trees and you walk back around and and you see that the front of this cabin has this very nice porch on it with um with a, a a nice rocking chair facing out into the uh, into the into the pines.
3: Now, um, does the rocking chair remind me of the old lady?
1: You would say it's very similar.
3: Mm, I'm gonna sit in it, rock a bit, and I'm thinking. Well, I'm not sure. This isn't my parents' cabins because they don't like to disturb the fish wildlife too much this is somebody else's but
2: hmm
1: and as you sit and slowly start to rock um it your, your mind sort of drifts in your thinking and as you do this everything starts to feel greener and you're you're a little bit drowsy and sort of Always, always have a little bit of nervousness and confusion about you, but suddenly everything's very clear in your mind, and everything's very peaceful, and you almost feel like this this mild thrum in in your body, like your like your heart's beating. It's slow, but it's just beating super hard. Um, it's not uncomfortable in any way, but it's just this
3: low. Just this slight excitement. I'm going to say to myself, this is like that song that was popular a few years back. All in all is all it all, or however it goes. Just, this is kind of it. I can, maybe I can accept whatever's going to happen next, if I can just have moments like this once in a while. Maybe I can even accept a world that has stupid fairies in it. Doesn't quite make sense, but I mean, maybe that's just the trade-off. Hmm.
1: And you're, you're having that sort of internal monologue and at the longer you sit here and sort of observe you. You start to feel s- strange. It's like you have like, um. it's like you're, you're about ready to shiver and you feel kind of goosebumps. Uh, like, going up and down your arms. Um, and we've never really discussed this, but what does it feel like when Dottie uses her powers?
3: Um, uh, well, it sounds like, you know, doing a backflip in the pool, right? So, um. Well, not o-
1: not only that, but not necessarily the teleportation powers, but just her powers in general. Does it, uh, if it doesn't have a sensation, that is all right. I just...
3: No, I think it, it, it feels like... It's a very different feeling than she's usually used to, because she's used to observing things and noting what other people's done. But a few times she's tried to, like, do some interior decorating of her own back home, like, arrange little things. And for a brief moment... She feels like she's approaching some kind of vision of how the world should be and everything's in this right place. And then she realizes, oh, I'm just ripping off of this one house and I'm not doing as good of a job. And she gets discouraged and then she's like, oh, no, I better just, um, I don't know. And She gets very easily discouraged. But in that brief moment before that discouragement hits, that's kind of what her power feels like. This ability to put everything in its right place. Like she can be the decorator and not just the observer of the decorations. Interesting. And
1: that's and that's sort of how it feels as you have this this mild excitement and this sort of deep but quiet joy just kind of fill you as that sensation sort of grows. As you look around you and suddenly, like, you're looking through the trees and it's, you can see farther and farther and farther. And you can see deer in glens nestling down. Uh, You see, like, bear, bear standing in a a raging river uh, with its mouth raised, um, going to, reaching out to, to, to grab a salmon from midair and then your vision extends more and more and you see like li- this like sand lizards in this bright sunny desert that skitter from rock to rock going from this cool into this warmth and it continues to extend and suddenly you see the ocean like, like a scuba like a, like a scuba diver documentary and you see these fish and sharks swimming around this coral reef and in this you never notice it before but everything has having this sort of chaotic synchronicity this unspoken body language that reflects each and every action that they that they all can read and it's it extends more and more and more and you see things like uh the 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 heat um the heat of of the sand underneath camel's hoof prints and the cool cool shade of a tree frog resting in in underneath a a large canopy of rainforest rainforest leaves and then the 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 large caw and the flying sensation of some sort of tropical bird in, in south uh, flying above the, the southeast asian asian vistas and you look around and you can see it all and you can see everything moving in this sort of unconscious unconscious state this sort of reflective introspective uh, introspective dance that everything's moving around and working with and you're there and you you are the one that sort of watching but you can look and go and be the you are the birds and you are the fish and the sharks and the camels and and the the uh, the worms and the dirt and you're moving it it's like um it's almost like a like a children's play play set where you have all these animals and toys that you can arrange but as you go to like reach and, and interact with one you are them And it is just this strange uniform dance that kind of beats with the thrum that you feel inside yourself. It's strange, but it's beautiful.
3: I think to myself, everything is exactly how it should be. And nothing will ever displace it. Nothing, none of this. Will ever be displaced and there's a growing possessiveness over it like this is exactly how it should be and nothing should change
0: hello players it's paul pernell the creative director of the rpg empire i hope you've been enjoying strangers in the pines I wanted to let you know that we're currently creating a new Powered by the Apocalypse game called Dust World. It's in the same setting as our podcast, if you're familiar with that. The new rules and the flavor really help the game flow and enable it to create those epic dramatic scenes like you might find in anime. If you're interested in checking that out, check out the link in the description. Also. You can always join our email list for when we are going to kickstart that or other news about what the RPG Empire is up to. And that is also in the description. So a lot of good stuff going on in the description. Don't forget, you can find us on social media at the RPG Empire. We're
1: everywhere. everywhere.
0: Now back to the show.
1: And that's how you, that's the last thing you you feel um, before you wake up in this hospital bed. And, but you wake up and although it's fainter and quieter, you still feel that thrum inside you. It's something that you haven't felt before, but it's there and it's, it's, it feels good. It's, it's an inner peace that you haven't had before.
3: And then, uh, so I'm in a hospital room. You are in a hospital room. So there's a door. There is a door. I'm going to attempt to walk out the door.
1: Okay. Uh, you're hooked up to an IV and things, and I'm assuming you just kind of pull them out. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. It's a little. There's a little bit of. Yeah. And you can just pop them out, and you walk over and open the latch of the door, and it, it sort of swings open.
3: And uh, so, where am I at now? A hallway. You you kind of see you're in a series, yeah, in a series of hallways. Um, you see some kind of
1: identical doors going up and down each side of the these hallways. There's probably about eight of them. Um, but you see at the end of the hall, kind of like a double, like a set of double doors. Um, kind of like what you've seen in like doctor dramas and whatnot.
3: I'm gonna walk towards those double doors.
1: Alrighty. Uh, you open them and you are in a familiar hangar,
3: um, and
1: sort of at a, at a desk and looking between papers and monitors is Midas Santiago. And he looks up and goes, oh, Dottie, hello,
3: are you, are you okay? Just... I ignore him and try and look for an exit.
1: Uh... As you saw last time, you don't really see one. The closest thing you see is that sort of metal portcullis that doesn't really have anything in it. That that Midas Midas filled with blue energy goes. Was... Dotty, Dotty. I... Can you hear me?
3: I need to get out.
1: Uh, yeah, uh Jess, uh, just uh, one moment. Um, are you just? Is everything
3: okay uh you you do you feel everything is exactly sort of what it should be but i need to get out I need to be in the sun okay oh.
1: uh yeah absolutely give me give me uh, one one second i i'll uh, get 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 you out um and you actually sort of feel as you're there you feel the sensation um in this thrum and, and something that you haven't really noticed before uh is you feel a thrum from a little ways away down deeper into this hangar kind of like in a set of um in this sort of smaller contained like dome dome area you you feel a thrum and it's it's beating strong um but it's coming from inside this sort of dome shaped area as you see Midas kind of like looking around and, and and searching for things and and like setting down clipboards and and
3: Wait, I need to go to that domed area. And then I go to the domed area, I take
1: it. Uh you just start going over, he goes, Oh, oh, oh okay. Uh let, let, let me get the let me get the the keys for you. Um and he moves over and, and he needs walking with you and he opens he like takes a set of keys and opens the door to this dome and you're instantly greeted by the this warm This warm moist air and you look and it's this large greenhouse and actually see small sections of these with these small areas of blue energy that are sort of separating and as you kind of like look you see different plants from different biomes growing in these these individual areas and i mean you have everything from a right now you're in this massive botanical tropical section you see a palm tree and and some and these lush canopies canopy groves and beautiful flowers growing and the thrum is is in here and building and um almost instinctually you sort of uh you you feel this thrum and they start to connect and all of these plants and trees and every biome around here start to, to quiver and shake and then grow and extend. And the flowers are, are blooming in bunches and the, the trees are sprouting more and more limbs and, and growing taller. And you see ferns that are just blossoming in, in, into to more and more things. And this energy is just sort of growing and growing. Um around you as uh, as Midas is like watching kind of wa- eyes wide um, as you you feel this energy and you feel it growing inside you. you feel like you can pull it back a little bit. You can restrain it. You know that the the thrum that you feel can grow and shrink naturally, but you you are the designer. you can grow it or shrink it how you want it. What do you want to do?
3: uh grow it and as i stand in there i say ah there you are
1: and as you you give into this you feel this energy and you you decide you want to grow it you hear the creaking of metal and the and and the, the shaking of 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 the earth is like the trees and fauna explode into growth and i mean you see massive things like p- the pine, the palm trees start to grow uh, larger and larger. Um, actually like breaching the top of this dome and with a, cr- like creaking sound of metal and the, cr- the crashing and creaking of metal as these roots start to rip apart and minus holy shit. And, uh, <laughs> sort of runs backwards, um, out, uh, out into the, the area. And you just sort of sit there, um, amongst this thing just letting the energy thrum around you and uh lucas uh you are kind of sitting in there and you've been kind of like looking over things as a spider and all of a sudden you hear this massive you as the spider and you as the the person here this massive ripping and tearing noise uh there's like this grinding of metal being just completely obliterated um <laughs> um and as this happens we're gonna cut to danny so Danny, you are, you are sort of, you're in this, you're dreaming, and you are laying, you're laying down, and you feel this, which, which the sun on your face, and, and your your eyes are closed, um, but you're laying on your back, and you feel the sun on your face, and kind of this, this nice, grassy, a nice grass under you Um, and you sort of open your eyes and look out and you're looking kind of at the base of this large mountain and you're there and kind of behind you you see some of some pine trees that have that have grown up but it's sort of the where the the mountain begins to move from this forested area to the actual rock itself um, and you're looking up at it and it's gorgeous it's this beautiful craggy craggy mountain that's just if this this beautiful thing has been formed over millions of years and um, you sit up and sort of sort of stand up where you are and you look around and you see some uh, like a few notebooks that you had been writing in next to you next to yourself and you sort of reach out to grab them and the mountain starts to rumble and the piece that was sort of inside you starts to devolve and it moves into into panic and you wait for this rumbling to stop but it doesn't and it gets louder and louder and and heavier and heavier to the point where you actually stumble and fall um and as you're there you are sort of turn and you look at the mountain and the mountain's starting to shake as the 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 terror now fills your body as you you know what's going on it's gonna erupt you're too close you you can't you can't get away it's too it's too close and you you sit there dumbfounded and, and the terror is just so filling your body Um, that you can't even move you're just on your knees looking at this and you just know that there's nothing you can do it is a force of nature and you realize how incredibly insignificant you are as this thing this 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 primal this primal energy this primal creation of the earth is shaking and you can do nothing about it with all of your 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 thoughts and your abilities you can't change this and it explodes and you watch as it explodes but that terror that you felt changes for a brief moment to curiosity because you realize it didn't explode. Something punched a hole in it. And you see this this fist and it's glowing and red and bright this deep this deep red and you see it uh it sweep and knock more of the mountain over and you see, uh, like magma and lava boiling. Um, you see molten rock bubbling out of cracks, and the ground cracks beside you, and the mountain shakes and splits open like glass as as this uh, as this molten rock starts to drip down. Um, as you see this creature, only only bits of it through the smoke can you see. Just this almost top shoulders up, sort of torso of this creature and it's massive, it's indescribably massive but then you feel something shake again and you watch as it, it stumbles and grabs on the side and then you see the mountain, this time for real, erupt and you see this creature re- like reach out its hmm. hand and just before this this molten rock flies upward and just sort of obliterates what this was something something catches your eye and it's coming towards you fast it's it's a piece of something it's teeny tiny and as it gets closer it's moving at you so quickly and you're, your eyes squint and then they go wide as you realize it's flying right at you and then it hits you right in the chest and your eyes your eyes just immediately you're unconscious uh, again and you're sort of swimming in the sea of darkness Um, but then you sort of see this this red light like an ember right like, the last ember of a campfire. Uh, what do you do?
2: I guess, uh... I guess you would reach reach for it? And that's what you do. And you
1: grasp onto it, and then suddenly... You... Feel... Heat around you. A very familiar heat. a a incredibly familiar heat but it's bigger than you've ever felt before it's so large and you let it envelop you more and more and you feel your consciousness sort of come back into place and you open your eyes and you're standing on this Craggy ground, and it's it's broken, and you see rivers of molten rock, sort of running around you. Just, and you're kind of moving around. You're you're walking, and you feel the heat around you, and it's bigger. And you reach down, and you feel the heat all the way through this rock, all the way down. And then you look up, and you see something coming towards you and it's moving faster it's still a ways away it's this dot in the, in the night sky and then you see this long blue sort of ephemeral tail coming off of it as it gets closer and closer and then you wake up in a hospital bed uh, he just goes back to sleep
3: um, <laughs> <It's> all right
1: <laughs> you wake up and you're like
2: nah, and, and you fall right back to sleep that's asleep. the end
0: of this episode folks
2: <laughs> yep <laughs> so, I don't I, Maybe, maybe he immediately starts grasping for you know uh, uh, things that look familiar to him like maybe his mom is sitting in a chair near there or at least he sees like her coat or you know maybe it looks kind of like the uh hospital rooms at the hospital that you know he went and visited uh Dottie in. um yeah so he's just basically looking around the room for anything familiar uh you look around the
1: room and unfortunately there's uh, you've never been here before and there's no trace of any I think the thing that the only thing that you see that is familiar is you see Sort of like your stuff, um, on on one of these uh, small end tables, sort of piled up. Um, actually, no, no, that's incorrect. You're st- still wearing your stuff. Uh, you really don't see anything of of familiarity in this room. It is a new place that you've never been before, and you are alone.
2: So yeah, I think uh, his first thing would be to call out, uh, "Mom, Mom, are are you here? Hello." Lucas,
1: you say that, and you're calling out for your friends and your mother, and the only response that you get is a sudden, horrific sound of of metal on metal tearing. I think you, I think one thing that happened recently is there is something that that happened back in your timeline is there was a massive tractor-trailer crash. In the middle of town um and everyone most people were there like you guys were on your way to school and you saw it and you you you, nobody was hurt luckily but you watched these the the sound of these tractor trailers ripping into each other as they hit um and it's like that it sounds exactly like that this massive rock is tearing of metal
2: yeah so uh i mean yeah he hears this noise right and and it seems like it's coming out of nowhere i think he just kind of clasps his ears and grits his teeth you know kind of closes his eyes squints his eyes and you're doing that and it
1: and it continues and we cut back to to we actually we cut back to, to Dottie, and you see midas um take off i mean he starts booking it and he runs and he like Uh, he, he goes, and Danny watches the door to your room opens, and Midas comes, and he comes, and he, he basically goes up and, like, kind of yoinks the IV and stuff out of your arm. It hurts a little bit, but he basically grabs the arm and pulls
2: you, he's like, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go.
1: Um, and, and starts pulling
2: you out of the room. (laughs) Okay. Um, I think, I think Danny would jinx. Uh, roll Jinx. Now, there's something that's going on where he doesn't like, and he's jinxing because he doesn't like what's going on, but um, he's not sure. You know, obviously, uh, uh, what Midas just did kind of hurt him. So, like, there's that jinx, or there's that aspect of it. But then there's also, uh, if Midas seems like he's, you know, helping, um, then there's also that aspect. I got a 9. So hold hold Uh, on. Um, So what I'm actually going to do here is, um, yeah, I mean, um, is there is there anything that Danny can, um, like, well, here, let me ask you this: Does Danny remember Midas? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. You're well aware of who this is.
2: Okay. Okay. So in that case, uh, um, his jinx would. uh, help. Um, I don't know if he's considered a hunter, but uh, he would he would help the situation by. Um... I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll consider him a hunter. Yeah. Um, either either help a hunter for myself or you know anything that Danny sees, he's gonna give plus one forward or your call. Interfere with what a monster minion or bystander is trying to do. I don't know if this is caused by someone or something, but. Maybe Danny interferes with that. I don't know. Your call. Okay. Um, I will say this. Uh,
1: as for the help out, um, just because I, as the as the DM, I'm not going to be rolling. But what I will do is sort of give you all a situational plus one forward. Um, with with while you guys are with Midas because of your drinks, and as you do this, the door pops open without him even. Uh, even open, uh, even having to touch it, and all the doors pop open, and Lucas, you watch as she watches, your door just pops open, and you see your uncle, like, run up with Danny, um, and he, he only grabs your arm for a second, kind of gets you out of bed, and moves you behind him, and he kind of lets it go as you you guys get into the hallway, and he goes, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go!
0: Uh, okay, what the heck's going on? Uh, let's we go, go, we go We gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go! I chase after him.
1: Uh, you guys run out, and you see, um, uh, you see this massive uh what this massive side now this half of this sort of half to like a quarter of this this hangar is just now engulfed with this massive fauna and flora um I uh, you see you see like um uh, like making you say massive size do you mean
0: of- that it's like it's like just normal sort of like fauna that has grown a lot or do you mean it's like actually like prehistoric sized you know leaves that are as big as like a car
1: uh prehistoric leaves are about the size of a car um it is like you see a maple tree the size of a redwood
0: <laughs> holy crap
1: uh yeah and like it is things are it's almost at the ceiling of this of this air hangar uh, like of this of this air ha- airplane hangar um and Dottie, you're sort of sitting there and you are feeling this energy grow um, and you feel do we your see your beating. Uh, no, you guys do not see Dottie Did I um, see
0: Dotty through my many, many eyes? <laughs> my, how many? I was saying, yeah,
1: you saw Dotty. Dotty go over there. Yeah, you saw through your spider's eyes. You saw Dotty go over there. You saw, you saw her walk around. Um, you didn't exactly catch what she said to Midas, but you definitely saw her go over there. Um.
0: So from my perspective. She's creating these giant trees?
1: Well, I will say this. Um because of the way your your attention was focused, I didn't explain that quite right. Uh your spiders were looking over your monitors. You saw Dottie come out and go over there, and if anything, you you then had a chance while Midas was distracted to look over more of your stuff. Okay. Um you didn't necessarily find more, but you saw Dottie. Okay. And you saw her leave with, with, with Midas, but you didn't see exactly where she went you are a bunch of small spiders and your perspective is kind of skewed
0: okay um hey uncle midas where's dotty what why we we need to have dotty too i we
1: i i can uh i can stop right now she'll be okay god uh, we just we gotta go and he slaps his hand on that that doorframe and, and the portal opens um
0: I guess I run through the portal. I'm like
1: <laughs> All right. Um. You guys and Danny, do you run through the portal? Do you guys leave Dottie? Yeah,
0: I, I think I'm going to trust Midas for now. Like, I didn't find anything on the computer that made me feel like I shouldn't trust him, right?
1: No, not really.
0: Okay. Yeah, then I think he's my uncle. He's helped us this far. Like... I'm just going to trust that he he he's right essentially.
2: It also it also makes sense that if there's like all this plant stuff going on, you know, that Dotty, I don't know,
0: is involved somehow. Yeah,
2: you guys you guys can infer that whatever's happening
1: Dotty has some part of it, um but the specifics of the situation you are not necessarily sure of. So that
0: that's pretty much every situation with Dotty. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's yeah, that's, that's a pretty much a blanket a blanket statement. Um, but yeah, Lucas, you run through. Danny, uh, do you run through? Yeah. Alrighty, uh, you guys run through as Midas kind of closes, comes back and, and closes the barrier. And Dottie, you're there, and you are just letting this thrum kind of fill you, and everything's growing more and more and more. Um, But then you hit, you feel a twang inside you, a tear, um, almost, Um, as a sudden pain kind of erupts from your chest.
0: I want to be clear too that Lucas makes all the spiders watch what's happening, like try to get closer to get a better view of what's going on with Dottie.
1: Okay, so you got you run over there and you see Dotty, and she's just kind of standing around, uh, with all this kind of fauna growing around you, and you look at her and it's strange. She she sort of, um, from like, you see her her feet, um, which are kind of standing on this carpet of moss you see like the the shoes on her feet um almost start to to grow these little where the fibers were, they start to grow these little roots out of the fibers and connect on the ground. Um and she's sort of just standing there in the middle of this and the thrum gets uh more and more and more and she feels as she she uh going back to Dottie you feel the thrum growing more and more and more and you feel this tear. Um with the pain this pain erupt inside your chest as you you actually fall to your knees and start to cough. And as you start to cough out out of you, you cough up these these oak leaves. And I'd say this is enough that it kind of snaps you out of it. As everything kind of settles down a little bit, they everything kind of stops growing and you're kind of there and the pain of your chest is sort of is 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 quite is not there anymore, um, but you're kind of back in your normal self.
3: What do you do? <laughs> I want to go back. If Every, he everything was right, I can get back to that. I can. I should. I should. What could stop me? nothing nothing because everything is in its proper niche yes yes i could get used to this
0: well that's it for this episode of strangers in the pines don't forget to check us out on social media at the rpg empire have an awesome day and play on